0: Well, hello, 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 and happy January 2nd, 2020. Happy New Year! You're listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And the reality is, we are taking our daughter back to college today, because she's a winter RA. But before we get started with today's message, let's hear from Dr. D over at the Boom Factor, who called in to wish everybody a Happy New Year.
1: Well, Happy New Year, my dear sister. This is Dr. D coming to you live from the Boom Factor. And I want to personally wish you a Happy New Year. I am telling you, it was a fight. I don't know about nobody else, but I felt like I was in the boxing ring in 2019. But crossing over to 2020, I'm telling you, I felt something shift um, during the transition of the time zones. And I just want to spread that love and wish you and your family a more glorious um, year. Um, I got off the couch because the Lord say no more procrastination. Stay focused so you can reach your destination. And I just want to spread that word to everybody that's on my list. I got to go back and find you guys. So I want to wish you a happy new year to you and your family. Much love. This is Dr. D from the Boom Factory.
0: Alrighty, thank you Dr. D and Happy New Year to you too. It's always a pleasure to have you visiting over at One Sister's Journey Keeping It Real. And Dr. D and her podcast, The Boom Factor, has been up for different awards. And she's just, she's moving mountains and God's just leading the way and she's following a, a perfect mix, Right? So as we move into this January 2nd, this new year of 2020, uh, how many times have you written 2019? <laughs> I haven't yet, but I have not had to do any thinking. I did do bill paying yesterday, but it was all in line. So the computer did the thinking and it knew what day it was. But I thought maybe I would talk a little bit about change, um, our attitude towards change, You know, for my winter break for the last two weeks, I've been on vacation last week and this week, and I go back to work Monday, and I had plans, right? Most people make plans, you know, you have a vacation coming, you have plans. 85% of my plans were just to relax and spend time with my daughter and family. The other 15% was writing and sewing. I spent 100% of time with family, which was fabulous. Um, probably half the time with my daughter, and, but always with family, all of vacation. And here's the deal. In life, things change, and plans change. And it's our attitude towards that change that is going to determine um, how we perceive and how we proceed. So, here's the deal. Um, The days before Christmas were, you know, Christmas chaos, right? You know, all that last minute stuff. And usually I do sewing, but I kind of just spent some time with my daughter. And, you know, caught up on, you know, getting the house cleaned. And we put up a few decorations, not many you know, nothing fancy schmancy, just enough. And it was Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And that was fun. Spent it with family. A lot of good times. Relaxing. Watched some Christmas movies. And um, then the Friday after Christmas, so maybe a week tomorrow, uh, my, my aunt fell and Um, had heart failure, and she couldn't breathe, and she was blue, so, you know, my uncle called, and I went over, and we followed the ambulance into the hospital, and whatnot, and it's been a journey, and so, you know, you have a choice, I had a choice, we all had a choice, we could stew, or fret or we can trust and pray and that's what we've been doing a lot of prayers a lot of prayers a lot of prayers and if you're listening to the podcast and you're one of those people praying for my aunt and the family thank you Um, she is off the ventilator out of ICU and in a regular room most likely be moving to rehab directly so these are all good steps forward um I probably would have spent time with my aunt anyway over break because that's just what we do but it would have been shopping and you know bumming around the counter or putzing at the pantry you know all kinds of stuff you just never know and so you know it was hard to spend the majority of my vacation watching her on life support with a ventilator breathing for her you know she's talking in a regular room but she's still not fabulous she's making baby steps forward every day and you know I just keep praying that she'll be able to go back to her life asshole sorry (laughs) there's a guy riding my tushy So I'm going to slow down and I'm going to do just the speed limit because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a jerk. I'll be a jerk. All right. And this is all live on the podcast. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Judge me, pray for me, whatever. So anyway, we have a choice. We have a choice not to let the guy in the big truck be an ass or, oh, I should call his boss. Barrowski's Organic Breads. If you know anybody from Barrowski's Organic Breads, we should tell him that his driver you know is tailgating and passing a car in the left-hand turn lane. Yeah. You're listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. Yep, I'm going to take a picture of his car because I'm going to call him turn it in. Oh good, he's slowing down. Maybe I plate. Alright. Thanks for that little pause. I took a picture of the guy's license plate number, so I can call his company and tell him about his tailgating and then passing in a... He passed me in the left turn lane, you know, for another road. He went around me and passed in through the intersection using the turn lane and then he tailgated another truck (laughs) oh the joys see I'm talking about choice I have a choice not to let these people bother me or I let them bother me and now we all know that Lisa has road rage oh (laughs) anyway here's the deal so my break has not been spent the way I initially planned it I have not done any sewing I haven't even cut fabric or ironed fabric or picked out fabric. Uh, I did spend, one of the days before Christmas, I did get my blogs all written and drafted. So, if you follow the blog, you've been getting blog posts for these two weeks, which is fabulous. because It's only because I spent the day before Christmas, um, the Monday before Christmas, you know, getting all of my blog posts posted and drafted and ready to go. Otherwise, you wouldn't even have had blogs. (laughs) But there's the deal. Like, we still found joy. And in the midst of, you know, rotating in and out of ICU, because only two people can go into ICU, right? And, uh, you know, we were reminiscing, remembering, you know childhood memories and you know whatnot and it was not sad and depressing. Yes, it was scary and nerve wracking and crazy. Yeah, I choose to be thankful. If this terrible thing was gonna happen to my aunt, I'm thankful it happened. I mean, it seems to be we're you know, talking with the nurses at the hospital and they said, It's oh, it's usually the holidays, but We were all thankful because we all work. We've been able to be there every day, all day, into the nights when we needed to be, because we're all on vacation. Because of the holidays. You know, so you know, sometimes when you're going through something, you have to look hard to see that silver lining. And a lot of people talk about the silver lining and finding the silver lining and know you need to because life is too short and you really need to life is gonna throw you a curveball per se you know life throws us challenges it gives us the unexpected and it's how we respond that shows the level of trust and faith we have and as scary as it is I've remained fairly calm and just trusting God that, you know what, he's got my aunt wrapped right around, he's holding her, and as, you know, she moves, her next move won't be home, it'll be to rehab, and, you know, so as she's transitioned from ICU to a room and looking towards, you know, going to rehab you know, just praying that whatever changes she may need to make in her life, that she does those and embraces those and looks at it as, you know, a second chance that, you know, this big awful scary happened, but rather than dwelling on the big awful scary, we can look at, all right, what do we all need to do to help her move forward? What, you know, maybe she needs to cut stuff out. I don't know, but as for us, we've all gotten closer, which we were pretty close to start with, but, um, and the number of friends that have reached out, you know, to find out how my aunt is, you know, that are touching base via Facebook or text or calling every day to see, you know, how she's changed, the smallest bit of improvement, what can they do, and some people have brought food and so many prayers. She's on so many prayer chains and it's just exciting stuff. And I pray that you have that network of people that will be there for you when you need it because, you know, and if you don't, I pray that you have God because You are never alone when you have trust and faith in relationship with Jesus. You will never, ever be alone. And that's, that's just really what I wanted to touch base with today. And so I do apologize for my intermittent, um, swearing, (laughs) sinning, (laughs) uh, with a guy riding my tail and then passing me dangerously in an intersection in his big delivery truck. Um, But, so please forgive me, except that uh, I'm human and the name of this podcast is One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, and I'm not perfect, but I tell you that often. I am not perfect, never will be perfect. (laughs) I am a work in progress, and we all are. So as, you know, I've embraced um, a week that feels like weeks of change and unknown and more unknown before us, uh, I have a choice. I, I can look back at the things I didn't do or celebrate and be thankful that I have such a strong network of friends and family to surround each other when we need it. So that's what I choose to do. I choose to see the positive and that's how I try to live my life just to focus on the positive positive. and other than when driving and having a big delivery truck tailgate my little tiny Sonic and then pass me going through an intersection at 65 miles an hour. Oh, he passed me because I slowed down to the speed limit. But, alright, I digress. (laughs) So, as I um, make this drive to deliver my daughter back to school and get her all unpacked and moved in and then go to the hospital again, you know, my daughter witnessed a life about choices, right? And she chose, even though the hospital is not her place, it's not her comfort zone, and, you know, she loves her aunt, but she came and hung out in the waiting room, and, uh, you know, visited with family in the waiting room, and she did go in a couple times, which was nice, but she didn't have to, but she wanted to be with family, so she came and just hung out in the waiting room, and uh, just enjoyed you know, reminiscing and snuggling a baby and so many good things. And so as she goes back for this final semester and she graduates in May and then she already has a summer job lined up for after graduation and then she'll leave for grad school right from her summer job, which is um, a couple hours away, you know, life is about change and I'm excited for her, and, you know, there's a big part of me that just feels crummy that I did not spend as much time with her as I typically would when she's home on break. Yet, I was where I was supposed to be. I was helping take care of my aunt and my uncle and my cousins, and that's, you know, what we're called to do, and I think I modeled a bigger lesson to her, something that means more in the long run, you know, is she going to remember that her win- her winter break, you know, of her senior year of college, you know, oh, we sat and binge watched Grey's Anatomy till two in the morning every night, which we have done, Um. Or is she going to remember it as the year that her aunt got really sick and we took shifts, you know, sitting in the waiting room and going in and out of the room so she was never alone. She can remember that, you know, we spent a day cleaning the house so it didn't look like, you know, 20 EMTs and ambulance personnels, you know, moved all the furniture to get her out of the house that's what she's going to remember. She's going to remember that she took time to be with family. She took time to help her family out and do what needed to be done. To me, that's a far greater lesson than sitting on the couch and binge watching Grey's Anatomy all day and all night. So as you face different circumstances and challenges and celebrations and joys in your life I do hope that you will choose the memories with people and not stuff and you know sometimes what we model for our children isn't through what we say to them it's through what we do and they're watching what we do more than they're listening to what we say we never made our daughter go to the hospital. I mean, she's 21. We didn't make her go and help clean the house. She chose to. And she said, Annie M would always be there for me. I can do this. You know, and to me, we've done our job. So, hey, winter break, you know, this Christmas break, these two weeks haven't gone as planned yet. Yeah, the greatest gift. You know, was a baby on Christmas, right? Jesus. My aunt was given life. You know, so... That's a gift. The gifts under the tree really don't mean too much. After, you know... Days like that. So, thank you for listening. And I hope this... Encouraged, helped, uplifted... I don't know, somebody out there. And that you're not just all condemning me for, uh, my road rage, forgive me. And again, thanks for the shout out and the happy new year, Dr. D. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy your January 2nd. And I will be talking to you again in the near future. Happy new year.